Welcome to Keys to Your First Rental, the private podcast designed exclusively for soon-to-be real estate investors. If you've dreamt of owning rental properties, you're in the right place. Join Gabby as she sits down with investor clients who share how the Real Estate Bay Agency has taken them from confused to closed. From finding the perfect location, to analyzing rental markets, to securing financing and placing tenants. We equip clients with tools and strategies to make their real estate dreams a reality. Here are their stories. So in this story, we meet Christine. This SoCal native is a single mom of three and was told that after her divorce, it was not a good time for her to buy real estate. She was even told by a a different lender this exact quote, you're going to have a hard time doing this. After meeting us on social media, Christine decided to pursue the agency and all the lenders and the benefits that comes with being an agency investor. She met our lenders and after that, she was told from our team, our team of lenders, the exact steps she needed to actually close. Christine discovered that not only did she qualify for rentals, but that the rental payments that came in to the properties that she would be buying with us would be growing her income, allowing her to qualify for even more than she expected. I want you guys to sit back, relax, and enjoy the story of another client winning at real estate. I think a lot of times we um, think about real estate investing and we're like, oh, it seems so far away. It seems so impractical for me. Maybe I should wait. And I love this client story because I'm sure she had those same feelings and she was able to move past them. So we're going to meet Christine today. We want to know why did she start in real estate? Why did she um, want to work with us? What are some fears that she had? And then we're going to get into her her deal, the deal that she got for with us. I'm going to let her explain all of those things. So Christine, as soon as you are, re- oh, there you are. Let me just see if I can. Okay, I think I unmuted. All right, let me just add these people. Well, welcome, 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 you guys. Just throw a one in the chat if you're excited to hear her story today. Just throw a one in the chat. I know, I see we have some clients in here as well. So shout out to y'all for always being so loyal. Throw a one in the chat if you are excited to hear her story. She bought properties with us in the St. Louis market while living full-time in California, raising Mm -hmm. her family full-time, working full-time. I was on your Instagram, like, wait a minute. I didn't know you was a bodybuilder. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) Um, so bodybuilding, no, I'm just playing. But no, so um, introduce yourself to us and um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, my name's Christine. Um, I was born and raised in California. I'm here in Southern California. Um, I've been a registered nurse for about 17 years now. Um, and when you say bodybuilder, that was on my bucket list, but definitely not this year. <laughs> gotcha. I'm actually, I've actually gained some weight that I'm trying to like dump now. But, um, so to kind of go back to my real estate journey, um, back in 2018, I, I went through a divorce. So right now, currently I'm a single mom of three kids. They're in elementary uh, school, um, eight years old, 10 years old, 12 years old. And during that time, the lender I had previously worked with, you know, had advised me, you know, maybe wait a year because we want to see what your single income looks like. And so after that year passed, um, he said, okay, I think, you know, now that we have a good grasp on what your finances look like, you know, I think you're ready to buy a home. 
And I initially used the realtor that had sold my home when I was married. And um, originally she, she just had no faith in me and I, I could feel it. You know, I think she was more interested in selling my home than being, you know, than helping me purchase a home. Right. And she had straight told me, um, you know, being a single income earner here in Southern California, you're going to have a hard time. And I was kind of really surprised because she never talked to my lender to get my financial situation. So here's my lender who has faith in me, but my realtor didn't. Wow. And so three things happened. Um, one, obviously I fired her <laughs> and two, um, I, you know, I, I did think about what she said, you know, I, I started looking for different streams of income and how I could bring in a little bit more money. Um, and then three, I actually, I actually, cause I didn't know any realtors in Southern California. Yeah. So I actually, um, I went through a service where it was basically, I just needed somebody to get me into a house and to write my offer. But that being said, um, this particular company, which I yeah, don't even exist anymore. Um, it's kind of similar to open door. Oh. That being said, um, this particular company that, you know, they didn't really provide education on how to, you know, negotiate for me. It was more of, okay, what's your offer? And, you know, um, when things would come back, it wasn't like they were saying, oh, maybe you can try this to go down on the price. So I was really kind of blinded by all of this. But I was really blessed because I did find a home, you know, four months later without that realtor. And currently I've been living in this house, but I had this haunting, you know, self-limiting belief from her because, you know, when she told me I couldn't even buy my primary home, I thought to myself, well, how am I going to buy real estate investment? Wow. Um, so I kind of didn't even think about it. So for four years, you know, I, I was looking at my friends, you know, and I, and I did think about, okay, well, you know, they're married, there's two incomes, you know, they're buying homes. And it wasn't until, um, until I kind of just kind of just made this goal in 2022 that I wanted to buy a home. And I, um, it actually happened to be one of my friends who had bought an investment home in Texas. And so that's kind of where I went to. I was like, well, he bought in Texas, I'll buy in Texas. And at the time, um, it was interesting because he referred me to his lender and same exact thing happened. Like he, I was pre-approved for the time for, I think it was 400,000. And this investor, knowing what my goal was, you know, I wanted an investment home. I wanted a cash flow. I wanted wealth. Um, he kind of just looked at me like, oh, well, let's use your whole pre-approval. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, if we're using this, what does that mean for me? You know, <laughs> I'm going to have this huge mortgage payment. What's that going to mean? And, and then he kind of told me the same things which reminded me of my initial realtor. He kind of told me, um, you know, you're not really going to be able to buy a home. And again, putting fear into my plans. And so again, yeah. fired him. Yeah. I happened to find another realtor who um, was really more on track with my goals. But, and, and I did purchase a home in San Antonio in February of this year. But, um, but after I purchased that home, it was kind of like, not that I was left on my own. She was a really great realtor, but what makes, when I think about the difference between that experience and with the experience with the real estate bay, you know, you, your agency is a one-stop shop. It was a lot of handholding, a lot of, um, things I didn't expect, you know, I, here's Janae was my realtor, shout out to her, but you know, I didn't expect her to say, okay, well, here's property managers that you can connect with. And even from the get-go, just, um, being referred to your personal, you know, preferred lenders was really just really nice. Um, you know, cause initially I did try to see if maybe my lenders can help me out, you know, since I had that relationship, but being in California and, you know, compared to the housing market in St. Louis, they were like, no, we don't go that low. 
And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry, I can't use you then. <laughs> yep. And um, and so and so um, initially, you know, what I loved about your agency and with Janae is she asked me what my goals were. And I thought I was kind of throwing a far-fetched number out there by saying, I want to cash flow five to $600. And, you know, at the, at the time, you know, cause I, I do get excited about looking at houses and, you know, it's, it's fun for me. Mm-hmm. So I was sending her homes and um, she would get back to me and say, you know, it's not in a, in a desirable area. Mm-hmm. You know, she would give me feedback and things like that. And so I really appreciated that because I knew then that she really was working for my best interest and not just that, but she just wasn't trying to just sell me any home. You know, she wanted to make sure it made sense. And so after, I think I sent her like five homes and I'm like, okay, I'm going to let her do her thing. <laughs> and um, one day I was walking at lunch. She, uh, she gave me a text, said, check your email. I want you to check out this property. And I really loved how, you know, detailed it was, you know, her strategy, you know, things that she um, was thinking about doing. She had told me there was a tenant there. She told me, you know, the comps in the area. And I was, I was just like gung ho, like, yes, let's do it. Um, And so that's kind of how, how, you know, we eventually got to the closing table. We closed just, uh, I think the beginning of December, so not too long ago. Um, But I also wanted to bring it back, you know, to your lenders that you had referred me to. I know you have some preferred lenders and I, what I did appreciate, appreciate about them as well is they were, um, they were interested in my goals. So I remember one lender had asked me, you know, what do you want to do? Are you, how many homes are you trying to buy? Or are you trying to uh, cover your income, your monthly income? I said, yes, like, <laughs> um, I definitely want to cover my income. Um, and one of the things that I did ask, because what I was really worried about when I did reach out to you was, you know, now that I had two, two homes with yep. my investment property and with my primary home, I was worried that would I even qualify yep. for, for, for another home? Because again, I had this self-limiting belief, like, you know, somebody had told me you're going to have a hard time. And, um, and both of your preferred lenders said, no, and this is why, you know, because, you know, later on, you're going to have income from the rental cash flow. So, you know, and they gave me tips and strategies with, um, not that they're tax advisors, but they kind of gave me a little bit tips and strategies on how to, how to prepare for this year, 20, yeah, this upcoming year's taxes. And so really, your agency has just been really a one-stop shop. And I just, um, you know, um, just love the whole process. Like I said, the handholding, I, with your, and not just with your agency, but also with um, with what you do on the side with the wealth series and things like that. Like you're just very passionate, but you're also a real go-giver and you're really educating on investors and, you know, trying to eliminate that fear and everything like that. So that's kind of been it in a nutshell. I love you guys. I, I get so excited when I hear my client stories. I know a little bit about when you when you came to us, um, but to hear you like and spend time in this conversation to say, wow. So you were, because I remember you, you told me, you said, Gabby, I don't know if I'm going to be approved. I just got this house in Texas. I got this house in California, pretty expensive markets compared to St. Louis. And you guys watched the language when she told another realtor and a another lender, the same thing, they rejected her without moving forward. Christine, when you told me that, I said, well, let's see, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have a guarantee at the agency. And it's one of the things that one of our core values is integrity. So when you came to us, I said, if we can't fund you, I'm not going to take your money. You don't mm-hmm. just lose out on $15,000 from retaining us or whatever the amount was 
um, we're not going to be able to work together. And so we're going to dissolve, you know, this, this partnership, uh, attempted partnership. So you trusted that process and you decided to move forward. But you guys, the thing that I see a lot of you all doing and thank, I, I love this story because you didn't let it happen to you. People start to speak negativity, calling it wisdom into your dreams, into your uh -huh. goal. You said, I got one goal. I want to buy a property this year. You bought the one in Texas. That was this year, right? Right. And then we got another one in St. Louis. So she superseded her goals. But the only reason uh -huh. why she, you were able to do that is by taking action. You still right. have the beliefs, the self-doubting, they never left. Action no. quieted those beliefs. And so that, oh, I just get goosebumps because I get so excited because <laughs> we really are the, 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 what's it called? The child, listen, I'm trying to do analogies and I'm trash at analogies. We're like the captain of our own ships, right? If we could just move forward, we'd be so surprised the yeses that we get when we go past what we believe is, um, is a no for us. So I absolutely love that. One of the things I want to highlight too is I love how quick you move. You're like, I fire, fired this uh -huh. realtor, walked away from this lender. Is that natural for you to kind of like take action in that way? Or did you feel like really determined in this season? Or is that your personality? Um, I'm typically once I have my head set or my, yeah, my mindset on something, I will go for it. I mean, I mean, that's why, you know, you saw that I do bodybuilding. I'm like, okay, this is the goal I want to do. I'm going to do it. And um, so typically that is my personality, but you know, of course there's a lot of self doubt, you know, what I'm capable of. But I think once I did buy that home in Texas and I realized that I could buy investment properties, that's when I, you know, started looking at different avenues. And um, I remember you had a post on the four different type of investors. Mm -hmm. And I think I, I resonated with two of them. Like I do need information, but I also like to learn as I go. Sure. So, um, so again, with this, you know, when I reached out to you and I'm like, well, let me, and you had said, well, let's just see if you even qualify. And again, because my issue or concern was, you know, my debt to income ratio. Yep. And, um, and at the same time, I also was kind of leery of the fact like, oh, what if I get approved, but really it's going to, it's not to my benefit. It's going to hurt me. Mm. Um, but again, talking to both of the lenders, um, you know, they were very, uh, very strategic in how they were telling me, well, you know, this will help, you know, try to get a tenant in place. So that way you're not worried about, about having to make that, you know, look for a tenant and then have to make a mortgage. Cause originally I was thinking, you know, when I heard your story, how you bought a $10,000 home and you renovated, I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. But again, you know, um, kind of getting a little bit more education, like, yeah, the smarter move would be to buy a home, have a tenant and then go from there. I love it. So you guys, one of the things I want to highlight in your story is that debt to income ratio, because that is a real fear. <clears throat> you got, you have an expensive asset, two expensive assets out there, Cali and Texas. And so the question is, how do I continue to move forward? But here's the thing that you did and what, what made it so easy to win for your third purchase is you changed markets. I don't mm -hmm. know that if you stayed in the Texas market, could you have killed it and how, no, yeah. Won, right. So right. Watch, watch what she did. She said, okay, I'm, I was successful, knocked out the park. Okay. I knocked it. I got to change parks. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that's super unique about the St. Louis market, because the average client closes between 75 and 85,000. Whereas when we go to Texas, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. I believe you probably spent on the Texas mm -hmm. home very much so worth it. But um, we can play on a smaller field and still see great. Right. So when you guys have higher debt to income ratios or you're concerned about it, 
you're probably looking at it from your own market where you're like, oh, mm-hmm. the income in Cali is, but when we take that same um, debt to income and we add a little bit more debt and we increase the income with the rental property, it actually ends up leveling itself out and sometimes even being better. Um, so debt to income here, man, I would say it's very rare that our lenders decline people for debt to income ratio because the properties are just extremely cheap. I think Tanya just jumped on. She's a client. I think she's under contract for like 60 grand on a property. I mean, it's just really, really inexpensive. Um, So I want to ask you, uh, let's talk about your strategy a little bit. Some people, Christina, are like, I don't want to have a property with a tenant in place. I want to place the tenant. What if they're crazy? What if they, what would you say to somebody that's kind of on the fence about having a property with a tenant in place already to get over that? Um, so because I've done both, like with, with, with my Texas home, there wasn't a tenant in place. And I just happened to luck out that, you know, um, again, I had to find my own property manager. Um, I had to interview a couple, I actually interviewed a different couple of property managers. Um, and, and, um, and then from there, you know, hearing their story of, or not their story, but their workflow about how they would get a tenant in place. Um, but like I said, I lucked out before I made that first mortgage that I was able to get a tenant in place, but having a tenant in place and also knowing, um, what my numbers would look like with my mortgage payment, um, it really got me excited because my mortgage payment was, it's, it's about five, is it five, five or 600 or, uh, definitely more than 500 between five to 600. And so when Janae told me that the current tenant was playing, paying 1200, I was like, yes, like, exactly uh, the goal. Going, yeah. And actually, I don't know if I had mentioned this, but when I told her my goal was to cash flow five to 600, um, during that search, cause she searched for just a little over 30 days, um, there was an interest rate hike. So I kind of got, you know, a little bit scared. I was like, oh man, like, you know, what is that another hundred dollars? So I actually messaged her and said, you know, I know there was a hike. Um, if you want to come down on that, my goal of 500 go to 400, I'm perfectly okay with that. But she didn't even, she didn't even acknowledge that. All she said was, I'm going to find you a home. I'm going to work hard for you. I'm going to find you a home. And she did. And so I was, I was just so amazed. I'm just so impressed. Um, but it was nice to have that tenant in place. I know currently, um, now I have a new property manager. So, and again, it was all recommended from, you know, your agency. So it's just nice to kind of just really just have every, like I, like I keep repeating, to just have a one-stop shop, but to, um, to, uh, and also with my experience with, um, San Antonio, um, just, I was able to right off the bat, like, um, once I interviewed the property manager, I'm like, okay, this is definitely a good fit. You know, um, you know, now that I know what I'm looking for, it's, it's, it's a good fit, but having a tenant in place just took that, that, I guess that stress off because what I was surprised with, um, was when I got my closing statement, there was already rent coming in from um, December 1st. Well, I closed on the second, but there was rent coming in from December 1st. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised by that. <laughs> yes, so, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we try to, you all. So that strategy that um, we're speaking of is extremely popular um, right now because it's cold outside. A lot of people aren't moving. So we're kind of pivoting to that. Um, and every time we close those doors, we try to make sure we get that, um, the upcoming month's rent. We try to look at, okay, how much of the security deposit can we get back? How much of the last month's rent? Like we really try to strategize to get as much cash back as possible. So I love that you were able to get that December's rent 
already and you're you're ready to go for 2023. Um, and I heard you say that the tenant in place strategy, because you guys, she's able to compare one house she did, didn't have one, the other mm -hmm. one did, and this is just less stress. When you walk in, mm -hmm. the table is set for you. You really just sit down and choose, okay, what do I want to do first? Like I, I'm, I come here and the table is set. And that's really what our zone of genius is. How can we set our clients up for the utmost respect respect the utmost uh, success and um, this story definitely highlights some of those things that we do. I wanted to ask you, can you, um, I guess you already kind of talked about the deal, but can you walk us through what deal presentation was like? I know you said Janae texted you, walk us through the email, um, the, the amount that they wanted, and then the amount that you closed at and any other perks along the way. So yeah, so Janae texted me, she sent me a property. It, I mean, I was, I was excited. Um, and I was like, yes, let's put, let's, let's, let's put in an offer. And sadly, I think that was a Friday and sadly, like Friday evening, she said they already accepted an offer, <laughs> but I don't know what happened by Monday. She said it, it already fell through. So actually initially it did have me worried. I'm like, okay, why did that offer, you know, mm -hmm. fall apart like so quickly? And initially I guess the feedback she got from the listing agent was the house wasn't perfect enough so that kind of had me a little bit worried but um Janae did a walkthrough from her visual um inspection she said the house looked, looked um I mean it was rent ready um the story on this home it I believe it was owned um for a little less than a year they had the tenant in and it, it was rent ready there definitely is still room for improvement which does make me excited because I know you know later that would add value if I wanted to finish the basement or upgrade, you know, whatever the appliances, cabinets, things like that. Um, but we did the inspection. We did, um, is it the sewer report? Yep. Okay. Good. Yeah. That's another thing we do in California, but yeah, we did that off the of health. And initially in the very first email that Janae sent me, she said her strategy was to leverage that inspection and try to bring it down by 10,000. But the inspection came back actually pretty clean. I mean, it was minor things. Um, and it was kind of funny. Um, it's a funny story. I don't know if Janae had mentioned it to you, but when she called me to tell me, you know, to go over the inspection, I was actually in Cabo on a, on a party bus. And I was like, <laughs> kind of a little bit embarrassed, but she, um, she was very professional in her, and um, with it and basically said, I'm just going to ask for 8,000. And I... And I agreed with her because, you know, I had already been to the process, you know, buying my own homes. I know, I, well, I have a good idea, you know, kind of what to ask for. And looking at this inspection report, again, it was a lot of things were very minor. And yeah. so when she said 8,000, I'm like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And when they came back to us, they dropped the price by 5,000. So it went from 85 list price to 80,000. And I was really good with that just because, like I said, there was nothing major in the home that needed to be fixed. Um, so I was really happy with that, you know, brought down my cost by, uh, by, uh, down to 80,000 and pretty much, um, after that, it was kind of just smooth sailing from there and your, um, I want to go back. Cause this, what, a lot of what you said she did is exactly the, the process. So we shop for homes for clients, Janae shopping for you consistently. We only present something that matches what mm -hmm. your plan says. A lot of times Christine, people are like, 
well, people think that we buy assets and then we're just like, sign here. We're like, no, you right. asset, we, we got the ship, right? So you were very much involved. You got a report on um, the, the market, the area. We do a one mile radius report, which is our comparative market analysis. Mm -hmm. We sent you a strategy. We're going to try to get it down 10,000. Um, here's where the tenant is. Um, that's a huge win. Then once you say yes, then the realtor does the initial walkthrough, which then takes us to inspections to leverage a little bit more money down. And then that's pretty much where golden from there, you get to the closing table. Um, mm -hmm. I love the fact that you guys, I heard, I heard you say, and I want to highlight this, you were living your life. That's one thing that right. our clients definitely will do. Like, where are you at? I'm in Jamaica. Where are you? <laughs> so our clients live, honey. Okay. So she's in Cabo and we're working on her behalf. And so even though you didn't have the capacity to stop and really understand the full report. Janae says, let's ask for 8,000. So she led the negotiations. And many times, because the real estate is so cheap here, people will find realtors outside the agency and they'll still pay more because the realtor just, they're just like, well, it's cheap anyway, just buy it. But we're right. always trying to get the cheapest, the cheapest. So the fact that we were able to get it down an additional $5,000 with a tenant at four figures, and didn't you get um your two percent back at the closing table on this deal as well um i can't remember if i did i know i got the, the security deposit um yeah i have it in your note what i would have to like triple checks but i'm pretty sure okay. um you have uh you got an additional two percent back at the closing table which basically oh, okay yes yeah yeah i did yeah <laughs> which basically means if you were if if she was supposed to pay you guys five thousand in closing costs she got an additional $1,600 in right. credits. So, so her closing costs are lower and things like that. So negotiating, a lot of times people think it's just about like the purchase price, but it's like, how much can I get back? How much, you know, can I keep? Um, you know, I always say real estate is about making money, keeping money and saving money. So I love, 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 love that. Um, so talk to us a little bit. I just have two more questions here. Your lender experience, um, you chose, who are you? You're, you chose, did you get Abraham? Going? Abraham. Okay. So talk to us about Abraham. Everybody loves Abraham. And so he's definitely a, a highlight in our agency. How was the process? Were you intimidated at all? Like um, talking with him and how, how did he guide you um, as well? Um, no, I wasn't intimidated at all. It was, like I said, because he had, both your lenders had faith in, in my purchasing power that was very um reassuring to know and it was funny because come to find out abraham i think he works like down the street from me <laughs> so he's local yep, he's <laughs> um, yeah because i saw that we had the same area code and then when he um when i asked where he lived and you know where and where he found out where i worked he's like oh i go to your hospital so it was kind of small world i've never met him in person but it was kind of funny that we are actually really close to each other um but in talking with him you know every time i had a and i did have a lot of questions because i look at my every time he sends me um what is it the disclosure the seller disclosures i'm always looking at every line i'm like what's this what's this um and if he you know if, if it's too long of a text um he'll he'll call me directly just to go over things so that was really nice that i was able to to get a hold of him when i needed to or when i had questions um and I mean, primarily only the reason why I went with him versus the other lender was just because 
he just um, didn't need as much paperwork from me. <laughs> so I felt like, okay, at least, you know, I, I just felt like maybe there wouldn't be as many hiccups once we got into escrow. Um, Cause I was worried about that, that, you know, I'm like, okay, you're asking for a lot of paperwork. And um, one of the things, I mean, being a single mom and having child support, I mean, me and me and my ex do uh, co-parent well, he does pay his child support, but there's at least here in Cal, or maybe it's just us. Um, there's no real documentation other than it direct deposits into my account. So that was one of the paperwork pieces that the other lender needed. And he's like, well, I guess there was some legal website. He's like, can't you just go on there? And I'm like, well, we don't do it that way. <laughs> like, you know, I have my bank statements from 2018 that he does pay his child support. So that's the only reason why I went with Abraham, sure. just because he didn't require as much paperwork. No doubt. Um, so yeah. I, lo I love that because um, that can be dis discouraging. Chris does. I mean, I've used him before. He does require a lot of paperwork. And the difference between those two guys, I, I believe Abraham put you in an investor loan and Chris was going to put you in a conventional loan. And so investor loans are really, we care about in those types of loans, you guys, the lender cares about the, the owner of the property, but we really care about the asset and what the market is doing. So when we submit as a, as a realtor on your behalf to Abraham, hey, we're thinking about this house. We submit the lease. We submit how much is cash flowing. Abraham does real estate math and says, oh, our mortgage is only going to be $600. The tenant is at $1,200. We want to buy it. We want to help her buy this. Um, so those investor loans are way easier to close. They require uh, very little um, back and forth between us and mm -hmm. the um, between the lender and the buyer. So I love, love, love that. Um, and just to wrap it up, well, I'm going to go over to the chat and see if anybody has questions directly. Um, let me just turn this off. Um, directly for Christine. My last question for you before we pivot to, to see if anybody has anything for you is what would you tell someone that was on the fence with joining the agency? They're like, she's too far away. I don't know if this is a real thing or not. Um, what advice would you give somebody that's possibly considering joining uh, the agency? Um, well, it's like I've been saying from the difference between Gabby and the other realtors I work with is, you know, Gabby didn't just dismiss me. She's not like, oh, she's a single mom, you know, one income. Um, it's not going to work. Like she, um, she did not dismiss me. And, and I think, you know, that's truly important who you work with, who, you know, who represents you really matters, you know, and, and not just that they have faith in you, but they're also, um, that they're also in alignment with your goals, you know, um, like you had mentioned, like you could have just, you know, found any property and me not knowing St. Louis at all, I would have just had to believe you and say, okay, yeah, this is going to work. Um, and so there definitely, I mean, I appreciate that there was a lot of, you know, research on your, on your agency's part into finding a home that would, um, that would be in alignment with my goals. But my advice is, you know, you, me knowing what I know now is, um, you know, you, it doesn't hurt to, to find out if you, if you will qualify for, um, for, what is it, for a loan. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't hurt to, to, to just try, um, you know, you have people, again, telling you what you can and can't do, but at the end of the day, like, like you said, if you don't take action, you'll never know. So I say, you know, definitely just, and, and the great thing about your agency is like, you know, like you said, like you give us that chance to find out if it's going to work out. Cause I remember, I think at the time it was you, I had three weeks, was it was three or six weeks to find mm -hmm. out if I would qualify for a loan, yep. but 
because I was really excited, I, you know, I reached out to your lenders that initial week. Yeah, you're fine. And by the time I, yeah, and I, by the time I found out I qualified, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I don't need to wait three or six weeks. Let's go. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, don't, don't put doubt on yourself um, because only you can make it happen. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Chantel said, I'm so excited for your real estate journey. You guys, the, the little caveat that she was talking about when you join the agency on deposit, we want to make sure that you are funded before we like take money and start moving fast. And so you typically have, we actually extended it um, um, this month to 90 days because of the holidays. And we're seeing just people need a little bit more time. So now we're allowing people to pay the deposit, fully join the agency, but walk down with our lenders over 90 days to see if they can get funding and move money around and pay off various things. So it's actually um, a win-win situation for sure. Thank you for joining us here on this episode of Keys to Your First Rental. We hope you found these authentic stories from everyday people valuable and inspiring. If you know you're ready to get the keys to your first rental, we want to meet you. Head to www.workwithbay.com Complete the quick intake form, and our team will review your details and set you up with next steps. That's it for now. Remember, the keys to your first rental are much closer than you think.